Good evening, everyone. Can I just say before I begin that you are singing beautifully tonight? I could hear you from sitting over here. So well done. It's great. Look forward to hearing more. <laughs> so tonight we've heard the Christmas story told through the readings that we've listened to and the carols that we have sung. I don't know what Christmas means to each one of you here tonight. Perhaps it means being with family or exchanging presents or visiting others or shopping or Santa or bright lights or perhaps it means a manger and a baby. But what I want to ask you to consider this evening is a discovery which I made some 20 years ago before I started going to church and long before I became a vicar. And that was that Christmas is about so much more. That there is a whole other dimension to Christmas and indeed all of life, which for me had been missing up to that point. And what I discovered was that Christmas is about an adventure. In fact, it's about the greatest adventure on earth. And this adventure has three aspects to it. Firstly, I discovered that unlike adventures like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit, which I adore, both of them, and which are great stories but never actually happened, the adventure of Christmas is a real event in history. And if you think about it, it really is an amazing adventure. A world mired in evil the powerful oppressing the weak, the rich walking all over the poor, and there doesn't seem to be any hope whatsoever. God, who made the world, who loves the world, who desperately wants to put it right, takes the biggest risk of his eternal life. And he visits a young virgin in a small place called Nazareth and tells her, She's going to have a baby without any sex involved, but by the power of God's Holy Spirit within her. And that she will give birth to God's Son, who will save the world from evil and death. And a few months later, heavily pregnant, she has to make a week-long journey because the government is doing another census. And she and her somewhat confused fiancé have to go to Bethlehem together to register. When they get there, there's no place in the guest room where they want to stay. And so Mary has to give birth where the animals are kept, which would have been probably smelling pretty rich. And the baby Jesus' first cot is a manger, the feeding trough for cattle and sheep. And that's just the start because the adventure gets even more intriguing as the baby Jesus grows up and begins to stand out in the crowd. He lived an amazing life of astonishing humility, kindness, and compassion. He loved everyone, rich and poor, male and female, locals and immigrants. He taught as no one else had ever taught before. He performed extraordinary miracles, which even his enemies could not deny. 
healing the blind and the lame. He treated women as equals in a male-dominated society. He even told people to love their enemies as well as their neighbours. But despite all the good that he did, the religious authorities felt threatened by him, and so they handed him over to the military occupiers, the Romans, and he was sentenced to death and executed on a cross. And if that had been the end of the adventure, we would probably never, ever have even heard of Jesus today. But when God raised him from the dead three days later and he appeared to more than 500 people over a five-week period, those who saw him and knew him started a movement, an entirely peaceful movement, which exploded into history to cover the entire known world within a few generations. And today, Jesus is the central figure in human history. Did you realize that every time you send an email or a text to someone, you communicate the date of Jesus' birth? December the 19th, December 2019 is, of course, 2019 years after the date which we celebrate as the first Christmas, the birth of Jesus. Everything before him was BC, before Christ. And everything after him, A.D., Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. He is the central figure in human history. So that was the first aspect of the Christmas adventure that I discovered. That it was real, historical, tangible. That it actually happened. And the second thing that I learned was that the adventure of Christmas could change my life in so many wonderful ways. I used to have a great business career. I earned a good salary, had a lovely house, lovely wife, two wonderful children. Of course, I still have a lovely wife and two wonderful children. And yet, back then, 20 years ago, it seemed as if I was always searching for something more. Something that would somehow bring ultimate satisfaction in my life. But I could never find it. I tried everything from climbing the corporate ladder to high adrenaline activities in an effort to feel fulfilled. But it never worked. But when the penny finally dropped, when for the first time I understood what the adventure was all about, I found a whole new way of being alive, of being in a relationship with a God who loved me, who loves us, who loves you, and even loves me so much that he was prepared to risk everything and come as Jesus Christ, his son, to be born that first Christmas as a fragile little baby in a smelly stable, in a horrible environment where infant mortality was high and there was no national health service, and then to ultimately go to the cross where he would carry the sins of the world on himself so that evil wouldn't win out in our lives. And instead, we can know complete forgiveness and freedom to live our lives to the full.
And when I understood that for the first time, it was amazing. It was like I'd come home. And what's more, I found that in church, in God's family, I had a whole new family of brothers and sisters. No wonder Jesus said it was like being born again. And so the second thing I discovered was that the adventure of Christmas could change my life in a really good way. And the third thing that I discovered about Christmas is that it's an adventure that we can all join in on. You see, it's okay and it was good that the penny dropped for me, that I understood what the adventure was all about, but it wouldn't have meant much if I hadn't done anything more about it. It would have been a bit like being given a Christmas present and saying, oh, well, that's nice, but never opening it. Such a waste. And so we have to make a decision. Christmas is an invitation to choose to get in on the adventure of faith, the adventure of knowing and following Jesus. Not just at Christmas, but for the rest of our lives. But it's not easy choosing Jesus, because following him is life-changing. Jesus didn't come to make life easy. He came to make lives great. He came into my life, which was materialistic, somewhat selfish, quite self-absorbed, and he challenged me to follow him. And the last 20 years have been the most exciting years of my life, by far. Not easy, but oh, so very exciting. One of the people who shares my enthusiasm is someone you may have heard of, a man who loves adventures. His name is Bear Grylls, ex-SAS TV star of Man vs. Wild, Born Survivor, Ultimate Survival, and all sorts of other things as well. And this is a very few short words from Bear Grylls about what the Christian faith means to him. I think for so many years, you know, I always just strived to be strong in myself. And it was as if that all I needed was me and my buddies and, you know, would be like invincible. But the truth is, none of us are. And I don't want to do this thing called life. I don't want to do it on my own. And it kind of feels like my longing for this, this light inside is now stronger than my fear of what others might think. And people often ask, well, doesn't that make uh, faith like a crutch? And, you know, well, maybe, but, you know, what does a crutch do? Uh, a crutch helps you stand, and it makes you stronger. And in that case, you know, sure, I need a bit of that. But especially when it's so much more than that, when this faith inside is also, also like a backbone, uh, helping me stand tall and help me be strong when I'm really up against it, facing those odds, whether it's on a mountain or stuck in some jungle, or just dealing with the storms, you know, with the storms of life. Uh, sure, I need it, I, you know, I, I need that. Uh, but at heart, my Christian faith says that I am, that I'm known, that I'm known to Christ. Uh, bought at a price, uh, blessed with light. Uh, faith says that we're loved, regardless of our mess, uh, regardless of how many times we fall down and that Jesus somehow picks me up. And sure, you know, I'll reach out to that. Why, why wouldn't I? 
Bear Grylls describes his Christian faith as the greatest adventure of his life. On the back of your service sheets is a picture uh, of him. And if you would like to explore the Christian faith further, if you would like to get in on this adventure of faith, perhaps in the new year, there are many ways that you can do that. You can just go along to St. Matthew's or any other church on a Sunday morning and learn more about how God's love in Jesus can change our lives. But also, one of the really popular ways to get in on this adventure is to do what I did 20 years ago and come on an Alpha course. We have one starting in the new year on January the 15th, and that's, as I say, on the back of your service sheet. The course is free. It's not academic. There's no reading and writing. We get together, we eat cake, we drink tea and coffee, and we listen to some ideas, and then we discuss them, and we learn, and we grow together. It's very relaxed, and it's a lot of fun, and you can just try out the first session and see if you like it. So how about making that your New Year's resolution? Come along and try the Alpha course. Why? Well, firstly, because Christmas really happened. It's no fairy story. Secondly, it's a life-changing adventure. And thirdly, Christmas is an adventure that we are all invited to join in on. So do have a wonderful time this Christmas. Enjoy yourselves with family and friends and do consider getting in on the great adventure. Thank you for listening.